Hello. Hey. Drew. Christopher. It's good to see you again. You too. So many, so many, so many damn books. And yeah, welcome to 2017. Uh. Yeah, right. <laughs> but damn, does the show look fine? Oh, it truly does. It truly does. We have, uh, go look at your, you know, the the logo. Yeah. And go look at your I, I, um, iPod video. That's what the kids are using these days, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and look at was that a thing? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, Um, this is a new. uh, We have a new design uh, on the logo, thanks to our good friend Jefferson Wiggins. Yeah, Um, uh, Jefferson, or you know, Booga, as I call you. Thank you so much for doing this for us. It's Uh, truly beautiful. If you need some design work, he is more than happy to work with you. Uh, JeffersonWiggins.com. You can find other stuff that he's done as well, Uh, not just our awesome new logo. So we've been away. Yeah. Uh, climbing mountains. Watching the snowfall. Worrying about... Piloting uh, submersibles. Is this a Lemony Snicket thing? Is I don't that know. where we're going here? I, it's, I feel like you're saying real stuff and I'm saying fake stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You might have climbed a mountain. If I did, I didn't know I was doing it. Well, all right. It's a question for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Not a very interesting one. <laughs> No, but it feels it feels good to be back. It felt like strange to be away, you know, reading books with nobody to talk about. <laughs> in our in our little uh isolation booths. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although, I mean, even without the podcast, I still feel like I text and call and G-chat you about books. Yeah, no matter what. It just goes to show we you know, we're in it for the love of the books. <laughs> we're in it for the love of the game, the love of the game. Yeah. Anyway, we're Speaking back. Speaking of games. But when, wait, before we do games, oh, yeah. before we go forward, I just want to say one thing that we're going to be really working hard on this year is that we come out on Tuesdays. Yes. We will come out every other Tuesday, and that is something we are trying to do. And when there, when there will be a scheduling disruption or change or something. You will know. Yeah, we'll let you know. We'll let you know what's going on. There's no more like of this a- weird, you know... Uh, strange whoa is there a new so many damn books there will be yeah we listen we tried the surprise release thing but it is so passe yeah it turns out that that really only works for like beyonce yeah and that's it yeah so okay so we're not beyonce it's good to know we had to come to terms with (laughs) we've learned a lot in 2016 another thing that um our good friend jefferson has done for us is uh he designed a beautiful t-shirt yeah we um we're we're branching out into apparel now yeah before we wanted to be in your ears now we want to be on your body yikes i should have said that differently yeah well no it's okay it's definitely on the air now (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah but seriously we uh, we we've got these really nice shirts uh we're going through teespring because we like them they're pretty cool they're pretty cool um and so we are just uh, buy a shirt. They say so many damn books on them. Yeah, and the nice thing is you don't have to be a listener of the show. It's the shirt for any book lover in your life. Yes. Uh, so buy one for yourself. Buy one for a friend. We've done very little ads, if any, on this show. Uh, not really any ads at all. But uh, we. Uh, this is going to be a fun way to maybe we can 
you know, reach out to you guys and you can reach back and we can hold hands in the darkness wearing the same shirt. Yeah. And uh, and as you're wearing your next T-shirt, your your lovely T-shirt, once it arrives, you can you can start you can wear it, put it on, and it's kind of like it'll it'll be like what you wear. It's kind of like wearing your sports team's shirt. Ah, uh, yeah. During the sport game. Uh-huh. The uh huh. Sport game, yes. Uh, you can put on this shirt and put together your tournament of books bracket. Woo! Ah! Tournament, tournament, tournament time. Okay, so every every year we now we talk about the tournament and we go pretty deep. Yeah. Uh for those who might not know what the yes. tournament of books is. We, it, we should explain. Um and even if you already do know what it is, maybe we can explain why we like it so much. Yeah, it's always nice to have a little reminder primer. Yes. So the tournament of books is heading into its thirteenth year of existence. Crazy. Crazy. And uh, this is an incredible, strange year for the tournament. Um, so around mid-December of the last year, a uh, the, the Morning News website puts together a long list of 80 to 100 books that they just think are swell from the past year. And it's as nothing like these are the best books or the ones most deserving of an award or overlooked and tiny they're just cool books that they liked, right? Yeah. Uh, and then sometime uh, early in the new calendar year, they put together a list of somewhere between 16 to 18 books uh, that these are the ones that they have chosen to go forth and compete in literary blood sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, they're very, very upfront about the fact that like, yeah, we could have picked an entirely different set of 16 books that were all equally deserving here are the ones that we chose for reasons various and sundry and the idea behind all this choosing is sort of a look behind the curtain of what is going on when you know the national book award is going down yeah or the uh the pulitzer or whatever it is yeah anytime you're choosing one book over all these others often it is shrouded in secrecy darkness sacrifice etc here it everything is laid out on the table yeah and so we get to see why a book got to move forward because what happens in march is they take the 16 to 18 books and they make a bracket much like march madness for um for the sports ball fan there's two baskets yeah yes there are mm-hmm. and uh and then they <laughs> they have them go up against each other one book against another and a judge tells you reads both and says why one is more deserving of praise than the other yeah it's great it's all very subjective uh people get up in arms uh it's how we met uh-huh in the, the best comment section on the internet true and and this year, so this there's 18 books chosen this year, and uh, this year, as they've done in, in a few previous years, they are going to do a play-in round, which 
is fun and weird. Super sportsy for those uh, sports fans. And they're choosing actually three sports books um, to choose between. That and that will make it into the final sixteen. Yeah, uh, and then every weekday in March ish, they'll release the official schedule closer to the date. But roughly every weekday, there's one of these judgments that comes down. Uh, there's commentary on that judgment from either some of the the uh, people involved on ter- uh, the morning news and the yeah. tournament. Or this year, it's going to be uh, some booksellers from indie bookstores around the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the rest of the day, we all yell about it in the comment section. Yeah, we all get really mad at each other. Yeah, it's great. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of like, you have your fist down by your side <laughs> all day. <laughs> about something that you read online and it's really fun yeah Uh, why do you love the term like what is it that brings you back every year drew long-time listeners will know that i enjoy setting reading challenges for myself or or setting reading goals that are sort of strange or idiosyncratic or like i'm gonna read these books for no other reason than i'm telling myself that i'm gonna read these books Uh, and there's something cool about the tournament in that it presents to you 16 books, some of which you've absolutely heard of and read, and some books that you might have totally missed your radar. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you're not only reading them, you're like, you got to think about them and engage with them and then engage with other people about them uh, in a way that few other things offer the opportunity to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. How about you? I think the thing that keeps me coming back every year is... Um, other than our uh other than our book podcast and other book podcasts like it um i feel like the conversation around books is you know either a friend of yours saying it was really good you should read it and then like that's kind of what you talked about mm-hmm. oh, or um or it's you're reading a review in the new york times and you're not sure if that really matters for you or not yeah but the 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 writing and the reviews that go into the tournament are much more thoughtful and strange and really about what it is to be a reader and and you really see how books fit into people's lives and and how they describe uh coming at these books and and reading them back to back and i guess i've just never been a part of something that so clearly defined a reading life yeah and um and really showed like the very very different ways very uh variegated ways that people come at reading and you and and i'm always surprised and i'm always excited to get a viewpoint and a perspective that is totally alien to me but Mm -hmm. makes so much sense and it illuminates why some stories work for some people and they don't work for others yeah yeah that's a nice way to put it so I, I I love it how it can explain subjectivity, um, and and it's something that is nice to remind you remind yourself that like sometimes the smart amazing book that everyone loves it's totally cool to not like it at all yeah because you're just like yeah I don't know the guy's a banker so I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen books. Eighteen books. It's a lot. We we did a pretty decent job this year. Uh, we both predicted eight, a different eight, but we both predicted eight, which was pretty cool. 
Yeah. Um, and what was your guiding light? How did you how did you put together your list? Uh, okay, guys, it's time for some game theory. Uh, it's a little bit of that. It's like I try to think about uh, books that have been awarded in the past year that have gotten a lot of notice, books that have slipped under the radar. I've gotten to the point where I know the producers of the tournament well mm-hmm. enough that I try to figure out which books they over the course of the last year might have been like really stumping for that then they might bring that stump into the game Mm -hmm. um and then you know there's always the like and this book sounds random as hell so that one too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have a different methodology well yeah i mean like i i try to read the entire list every year as you do um and so i i've more kind of made a list of just like these are 16 cool books (laughs) um there was some stuff on on my um proposed list that i was just like damn i've just never heard of that and it sounds cool There's yeah some yiddish pirate thing oh I yeah i think i'm gonna have to just read uh by myself sure um you know and there were some things that there are some things that i kind of that i didn't even put on my list but there's some stuff that i want included in the tournament because i want the impetus to go read it mm, mm-hmm. um because you know you look at something like jerusalem by alan moore <laughs> yeah or even you know even the lost time accidents by john ray which you really loved and those are just they're really long yep <laughs> and so when when stuff like uh you know when the Knicks by um nathan hill yes um gets on there i'm like yeah yes not only was i pretty excited to read that book but now I am forced to because it's 650 pages and I wasn't necessarily going to get to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are also, there are always books that uh, are personal favorites or darlings of one sort or another that uh, you're like, how could this possibly have not gotten onto the bracket? Mm -hmm. But then there are great books from 2016 that didn't even make it onto the long list. Um, At the end of the year, I read the latest Scarlet Thomas, the seed collectors. Mm-hmm. And it was one of my favorite reads of the year. And I want to go back in time and figure out a way to put it in front of more people to try and get it here. Yes. But yeah. I get that. I, I kind of feel, I felt like that for um, Harmony by Carolyn Parkhurst, mm. which I've recommended on the show in the past. Um, that book is so interesting. And sometimes, you know, we talk about the comment section. It's, I really want the comment sections, uh, you know perspective it reminds me sometimes it's like uh it's like when tampa by Alyssa nutting didn't get in a couple years ago sure i really wanted that book to be in the tournament just because those are a smart group of people that would be really interesting to talk about tampa with yeah so but i'm still you know this is a really exciting list this year don't you think i do it is I think the first year since I've been actively following the tournament where I am not just interested, but actively excited about reading all of the books on the bracket. Uh, And I don't think that's ever happened before. There's always one or two or some years far more where I'm like, eh, I don't need to, uh, I'll, I'll read it if it wins. (laughs) Yeah. That's the, there's definitely nothing like that this year. Um, I want to read almost every single one of these. I I've, I went in having read four, which is pretty good. Yeah, I had five. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm on five. I've read five now. I'm I, I I'm excited about the list in in 
way more than I was about the list last year. I was a little not ambivalent, but um, I wasn't as like super pumped to get to the books. And there were so many of these that I'd already just bought and owned because I was excited to read them. Yeah. Um, speaking of buying, now's a good a time as any to potentially mention what'd you buy? Of the shortlist. Well, I already owned Homegoing by Yas Jesse, and I already owned The Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead. Um, I went out and just, I I wanted to get right away uh, Grief is a Thing with Feathers by Max Porter. Yes. Partially because I feel like I will be broken by it, um, that there's a good chance of that. Um, but also just like, it just looks so weird. And I love like these tiny small press things, which really is one of the great um, joys of the tournament is that sometimes there's like a, a small press book that you're just like, wow, yeah, this is so cool. Um, and I also immediately jumped on um, Francine Prose's Mr. Monkey. I jumped right on that be- and, uh, and downloaded the audiobook. It's because it, it, it hits all my buttons. Yeah, totally. You know, children's musical, pretty fun, like sort of strange um, narration, uh, something that might be tragically funny. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Step, what What did you buy? What did you get? Jump um, Mr. Monkey, for the same reasons that you did, I the day the list came out, I swung by Community Bookstore in Park Slope uh, and bought that. I think like that day because mm. uh, I had been looking for an excuse to read that book. And then I was like, well, here we go. Yeah. Today is that day. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another one of those small press books that, that probably would have completely flown past me. Otherwise is a uh, black wave by mm. Michelle T from the feminist press. See, I read, I was, I'm really into her um, mermaid in Chelsea Creek series. Oh, oh, right. Which is her, too. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. It is. Ooh. She's an interesting writer that I'm really excited to read. What I think it's like, it's creative nonfiction, I think. It's like L.A. in the 90s. It's like but her. But also. Also a, like slightly a, her memoir. Yeah. But like a little bit of apocalypse thrown in there. But yeah. I can't tell if it's like actual apocalypse or I don't know. Like metaphorical apocalypse yeah but yeah it's a it's a book that i don't think i would have heard of if it wasn't for the tournament what accent was i doing i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> you've been doing a lot of a lot of sounds a lot of voices look the tournament makes you crazy <laughs> and you never know what it's gonna bring next yeah that's yes to the table it's very true I do feel like the Underground Railroad is the title to beat. Yeah, I agree. It's the critical darling. It was an Oprah's book club book. You know the the time in the world, and it's a fucking great novel. Yeah, you've read it. Yeah, yeah. So I just see. I just feel like that's the one to beat. That's that's the one that's like these. As I'm reading other books, and as as soon as I will pick up that one, I feel like that's what I'm going to be trying to see. Is is it? Is it? Does it feel as vital? Yeah. What, the, do you have a different idea? 
I um I think just because the the breadth of the list is so interesting this year. Like it's a far more genre heavy list than mm-hmm. it has been in years past. There's mm-hmm. like a a really intense speculative bent. Um there's this this sports bent. There's Grief is the Thing with Feathers, which is like a weird prose poemy sort of thing. Uh, there's Michael Shaben's Moon Glow, which is like kind of auto fiction, kind of memoir, kind of totally fiction. So I think that there's such a, a interesting cross pollination this year. Mm-hmm. Um, added to the fact that, like, as 2016 showed, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, I would also say that Underground Railroad, right now, having read six, is my. That's where my money is right now. But I will not be making a bet with you until... Until we the, get a little further along. Yeah. But we will. We will. Well, why don't we... Um, Here's what we'll do for our recommendations. Why don't we recommend a book from the shortlist that we've already gotten to. Cool. That, that, uh, that the people should jump right on. You go first. I have recommended this book on the show previously. Uh-huh. Uh, but the, the book that I think I had the most fun with in 2016 is Alvaro Enrique's Sudden Death, which I know you were not as much of a fan of. No, as I don't I am. like that book. But I um, I keep thinking very joyfully about the way that that book made me feel like I had to play. Like It's a book kind of about tennis, among other things. And I felt like... Not really. I was having to like return serve and if I didn't like I the the book required me to play mm-hmm. in a way that I enjoyed. Um we'll see if it makes it through the play in round. See, that's going to be one of those things where if it keeps winning, I'm going to I, I uh, it'll You're just be increasingly irate. It'll be one of those things where you end up uh think like I guess the, maybe I don't follow the tournament next year. Yeah. <laughs> They always come back. I know, I know. Uh, what? Where's? What's your entry point? My entry point, um, I think, is is you know alphabetically first. Uh, All the birds in the sky. Uh, one of your favorite books from last year. Yes, absolutely. I, I finally uh, jumped in on it, and while I think it's it, it's a fascinating, bizarre book, it is <laughs> so weird, um, and I love that it's in the tournament because I just it's feel so like weird. it's going to have a really interesting reaction. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know it's sort of fun and and silly and but taken very deeply seriously, and in some ways it's like the best Marvel movie, <laughs> and in some ways it's also like a really strange you know, I don't know, like that guy who made a primer. Uh huh. Um, totally. And so there's the she's just, Charlie Jane Andrews plays with um all sorts of interesting genre aspects and does them very well against each other. And so I think that it's going to be really interesting. So I think jump right on that. So because like all the commentary on that book is going to be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. (laughs) 
They're rooster crows. Yeah, we got some reading to do. We and do. Uh, hopefully you do as well. And um, if you do also agree that you have a lot of reading, why don't you go and um, it, it's on our Twitter, it's on our Facebook, it's on our website. Go buy one of our t-shirts. We're really excited. They're cool. Um, they were designed by this guy, Jefferson Wiggins, jeffersonwiggins.com. Um, and, you know, we would really appreciate it if you bought one of our shirts. Get, I mean, can you imagine the day? You know it damn time. I right? do. I do. The um, day you uh, just see a, see a so many damn bur- books guy walking down the street. Or I'm, a girl. I'm going to, I got I don't know what I'm going to do. If it's going to be like the surreptitious, like just snap like a, a picture real quick. Or if I'm going to walk up, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be weird about it. I'm going to tackle them. <laughs> I'm going to tackle them to the floor. <laughs> Uh, smash cut to so Christopher can't be here for this episode (laughs) (laughs) really we could do like that sort of that sort of arrested development thing on on a radio show things were not okay (laughs) (laughs) he did Uh, well this is going to be a really fun year we'll see you in uh, two weeks on a Tuesday yes indeed we have some really cool people coming up on the show, and yep. and this is going to be the best year ever, and uh, we're really excited to have you along with us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, talk soon. Bye. That wasn't as good as a couple years ago. No, it wasn't. That's, it's hard to keep it up. Yeah. I'm out of practice. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> it's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh.